You're listening to Voices of Family, the monthly podcast series from the BC Council for Families. Each month, we bring you thought-provoking discussions with notable figures and frontline workers in the family service community. Voices of Family takes you inside family services to hear what's new and on the horizon, making life better for BC families. Hello, my name is Beth Hutchinson and I'm the Provincial Coordinator of the Parent Child Mother Goose Program in British Columbia. I want to welcome Janine Swalwell. She is visiting Canada from Melbourne, Australia, and she has involvement in the Parent Child Mother Goose Program there. We are very happy that she's able to talk to us about some of her thinking this afternoon. Well, thank you, Beth. When Beth and others first brought the program to Australia, I was very excited to uh, see it so been supporting it ever since. What made you want to support it in the first place? I think um, as Parent Child Mother Goose Canada says uh, there is something about being at the heart and you got to me at that in that first session. I saw immediately for some reason that uh, the opportunity was there to provide some people who were really um, not connected, not happy with in themselves perhaps, some people who were feeling isolated from their children and concerned about their their capacity to support their children. Uh, I, I saw a, a beautiful, simple way to um, help them to learn some skills without teaching them. Uh-huh. So some learning some skills by through doing, some learning through practicing, and some learning through uh, experiencing. Yes. And in your work as a psychologist, you, you worked a lot with very young children yes. and their families, is yes. that right? that's right. Mm-hmm. And most of what I'd seen previously in the way of programs uh, was something that required a lot of learning, and even to get to a basic level of implementation was so um, such a long journey and yet we have so many families who are um, in the situation that I'm describing feeling that they haven't been adequately uh, resourced in their parenting, feeling isolated, feeling unhappy with themselves, perhaps with postnatal depression and uh, there's no way that uh, the people that I'd seen working, uh, my colleagues, were getting to more than the tip of the iceberg. And here was something that was an opportunity uh, that both provided in some ways some things that were different to, but even um, better than uh, what was available through having multiple, multiple layers of training. Um, and yet didn't require you to have had massive numbers of degrees and things. It was uh, available, accessible and informal enough that it meant that, that somebody with a good heart and some experience of parent-child-mother-goose and some understanding of themselves and the needs of other people could implement the the program in a way that was beneficial to them and to people around them 
And that's the beauty of it, I think. You know, I know that there was some initial training. Yes. What, what's happened since that time? Well, there's been there's been lots of um, opportunities for for training. Uh, it's a growing program in Australia, uh, so that Parent Child Mother Goose now has thirteen hundred people trained in it in in Australia, and networks, particularly across Victoria, where we. Are, but also in other states and um, we have three teacher trainers now uh, and it, it's something that is received very well received it's a very very well respected program within Australia so there is um, it's something that that people apply for government funding to be able to do the training and run the program and uh, it's something that lots of people get the opportunity to be trained in. So we have both a management arm, which is the group that I've been involved in, and a um, professional support organisation. So an organisation set up by the teachers to support one another, to support their networks, to help them to develop their resources, to help them to share songs, share experiences, share queries, all those things that that um, practitioners running groups want to do. To, um, and we have, at any one stage of, of the, the um, week, we have many programs operating. So it depends on the part of the year, like in British Columbia or in, in Canada generally, there um, are different phases to the year. But the program operates, we believe, very similarly but of course with a distinct Australian flavour to it. So uh, we operate for at least 30 weeks. We have um, two teachers. We have um, a child care or support person, just the same as, as the way you run it. And we operate with um, songs and rhymes and stories, uh, and the stories are particularly told to the adults. So it's very, very similar in uh, its structure and its framework. That's fabulous. Now tell me, I know that Australian society has changed a lot in the mm. last years, as has Canada, Canadian society mm. becoming increasingly diverse. Mm. Um, uh, is the Parent Child Mother Goose program there able to be um, attended and enjoyed by people who, ha who are new to the country or uh, or by Aboriginal people? Mm. We have um, a very large number of cultures coming to Australia and a lot of people come because they are refugees. We not only have many, many cultures um, and uh, for example I know of a school where there were 140 language groups within the, the school. So it's it's really a complicated... That is a lot of language groups in <laughs> yes, one school. That's right. It, it's really um, something where, where people are, are working uh, to understand one another as well as to share a common language. So within Australia we have very much been in the situation where we've been learning how to um, bring people together and Parent Child Mother Goose is one of those ways. The program offers an opportunity for people to meet together very informally in a way which enables them to share something that they can, that makes for 
a mutual enjoyment, a mutual engagement that is heartfelt, heartwarming and lovely in, in its uh, capacity to, to help people to have a good time together and to bridge those social gaps easily. And people can do things when you can sing and you can tell a story and you can tell a, a rhyme that they can't do at other stages. But it just gave, gives them a, a tool that they can use with the children in the supermarket or they can use with one another in playfulness. Right. And it's lovely in that way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. This is so interesting to hear about. So uh, tell me, did, Janine, does, do you find that there are Australian traditions of song and of story? I know there are ancient traditions in Australia. Mm. Um are those able to be reflected in the Parent Child Mother Goose program? Australian Aboriginal community was a very, very divided community in the sense that Australia is, is a place that's the same size as Canada or nearly the same size as Canada. So it's very diverse in terms of, of size, but it also has a huge centre, which is desert country. So the people who were living there... They lived with the land. They lived with um, what we now understand as, as strong song lines. So these were stories about and songs about the part of the land that they were living on. So they told traditional songs and stories about that part of the land as, as, around the campfire as something that people... Uh, understood and so the land represented perhaps um, ancient times or ancient creatures or mythical creatures in that sense uh, or even um, they they were the stories were about things that had um, occurred to perhaps elders of uh, that particular community in the past so all of that is something that, that uh, is very special and like uh, has happened to um, the First Nations people in Canada, um, the Aboriginal people were um, very much decimated by misunderstanding. They were very gentle but, as I've been explaining, very diverse people and so what happened was that they uh, were very profoundly affected by um, at the arrival of white people and lots died, lots died through disease. Um, our Aboriginal life span is still 17 years less than the lifespan of the average white person, for example. So that we've had a very bad impact on them and they've lost a lot of their cultural traditions. So parent-child-mother-goose is one way in which um, there is both a collective sharing and a collective uh, understanding of um, some of the songs, some of the stories. And so we've had, and Beth, I believe you were involved in, teaching um, some childcare workers uh, the use of Parent Child Mother Goose as a way of helping the uh Aboriginal people of a particular area to think about what might be possible within their childcare program, which so there are there are now a number of Aboriginal programs that are operating. 
I'm so glad to hear that because yes, indeed, I was involved in in an Aboriginal training mm. program for the Parent Child Mother Goose program in Echuca, mm. and um, uh, it, it was very exciting for me to be there and yes. to be learning about Australian Aboriginal history and current life situations. Yes. Just it was a thrilling experience. So, Janine, what do you see is happening next with the Parent Child Mother Goose program? In Victoria and and throughout Australia. Well, actually, Beth, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, we think that um, both the professional organisation of teachers is going to grow in terms of developing some uh, resources that are specific to Australia. Uh, And uh, we're going to, as I said, we're going to be developing a website, but we're also going to be... um, able to offer the program uh, more fully in in more parts of Australia and as you're aware we've been uh, starting to be asked to uh, offer things in New Zealand and in other parts of the world and recently I had a conversation with somebody who was asking me whether we might start to take it to Africa so there you go it's it's there's lots of opportunities out there and um, we'd love to share and and collaborate with people from Canada in in offering Parent Child Mother Goose further afield because we think it's such a a wonderful program and um, it has such a lot to offer uh, to people who are starting on a journey of parenting and trying to um, figure out how to be the best parent that they can be. Thanks very much, Janine. It's wonderful to be able to hear about uh, your experience with the program in a land that's so far away from the one where it grew here initially. And thank thank you, thank you, Beth, for the opportunity to share, but also the opportunity to learn about the program. It's really been a very exciting journey for us all. That wraps it up for this episode of Voices of Family. Check the BC Council for Families website next month for another episode on the latest in family services at www.bccf.ca. To keep our series relevant and engaging to family service professionals, we're listening to your feedback from the listener survey located on the Learning Network webpage below the podcast player. Let us know your thoughts on this episode and tell us who you'd like to hear interviewed. Thanks and see you next time.